0: Like mice is mice can die in the rain. Like I don't know if <laughs> it's sort of like that. What? Mice can die from a hard rain.
1: No, it's not from the rain drop. Surely it's because any amount of like water above like three millimeters, they start drowning because they're they're snow. The pressure of the rain. It's a well known no thing. It's way. The pressure
0: of the rain. Yes, they do. They get mutilated by the pressure of the rain. That's preposterous. I agree, but that's science, Jacob, and that's the truth. Ask David Suzuki. Ask Richard Attenborough. Ask Jim Smithson from the Mouse Institute of Idaho. They all know that as a fact about mice. Mm,
1: Hi. Okay. Just mice? Is a rat big enough they can withstand? What about a hamster?
0: Voles, Moles? we, We discovered there's differences between those. A mole, yes. A vole, no. Uh, <laughs> voles, voles have alarmingly tough skin. They have like elephant skin. That's why they're. That's what the th- thing. That's the key distinguishing quality between a mole and a vole is a vole has elephant skin.
1: This is how I'm starting to know it's bogus. You're like equating it their deaths to how thick their skin is, like as if a hard rain is penetrating a mouse and like yeah. like a bullet, a hole, and they're bleeding out
0: from it. It is. I'm not saying it's uh, breaking the skin necessarily, but the skin's so weak that it's hammering their organs.
1: Are they, like do their bones break? They're like rib cage. Don't they have a rib cage protecting their organs and shit?
0: Mice? Yeah. Oh, you don't know anything about mice, do you? Mice are spineless creatures. They're just little sacks of organs. That's Sp- why they can. They don't fit have a cage. Through. They have no rib cage. They don't have teeth. They don't have rib cages. They don't have eyes. They just have little feet, little tail.
1: I've seen their eyes. What are you talking about? <laughs> Okay. The date. Friday, June twenty-fifth. Uh the year twenty twenty one. The name, Jacob Eamon. His name. David. Patrick Fleming. The show Underdogs. Let's go. David. How are you? It's been it's been a while since
0: we've done a show. You're uh, It's been a while. Feel. Feel a bit out of the loop, feel a bit out of the rhythm, but anybody, uh, obviously nobody can see this. I am wearing one of the great gifts I have received in my life. My birthday was on Wednesday. Jacob and his lovely girlfriend, Brittany, got me an MLB official. I'm talking the actual official Nike swoosh, MLB tag on the top of the back of the jersey, road gray Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Jersey. I've worn it three days in a <laughs> row now. I'm going to wear through it. I'm never going to wash it. And I am hope to God when we can go watch baseball games, I don't spill food on it. It is such a great gift. It's not like one of those jerseys you would get When you were younger where you put it on and it showed no aspect of your body it was just like putting on a sheet that had the team's logo on this is actually fits me like a shirt that you know i could wear it out i i could wear this out and 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 people you know people would be like you're a bit old for that buddy but it 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 fits so well the color too
1: looks so good on you like i imagine it i got you the blue or something like you wouldn't be able to wear it as frequently you know it's just it's it's too it's too bold it's too the colors too primary it's too young it's too like mm-hmm. but that gray like it really it suits you so well I, I
0: can't when uh so we went to go watch the blue jays game at this bar on my birthday and uh i hadn't gotten this gift from jacob yet but i haven't brought this up with jacob until now on the walk to this bar i made a comment <laughs> I made a comment about being cuz I just turned 40 and I made a comment about feeling like I was too old to wear the jersey of a <laughs> of a young man with their name on my back and just feeling like awkward about that. Did that what did that do to you when I said that knowing that the gift was to come?
1: Well, I I thought it was pretty funny obviously knowing <laughs> knowing what was coming especially since I had intended to bring the gift to you already. You pro- I don't Brittany would have been upset if I asked you to open it before she was there, but I would have been upset to be continuing to carry along the gift or for yeah. you to be having to walk along with it. So that was on my mind a little bit. But I also knew, like, I, I-, I saw this thing. You know, I so I I put it in in the gift bag. I was like, "There's no one that is going to be embarrassed or upset to feel this silky smooth, Vladdy." And I know you've wanted a Vladdy jersey. And even if you didn't wear it, like I knew that you like you could put it up in a frame on your wall and feel like feel good about that. I I, I knew you were going to love it, so it was just funny to me.
0: So let me just ask this question, and this is something I didn't even think about until now. But now I need to know the answer to this. Did you try this jersey on before me? Did you try this jersey on? <laughs> yeah, you did. You son of a bitch. <laughs> you you tried this jersey on. I popped it on for two seconds. <laughs> what did you... Did you feel the power of it?
1: No. I wouldn't even allow myself to to think about it. It was purely just to make sure that the size was going to be good. I threw it on. I was like, yeah, my fat torso... Fits this, his like ripped torso will fit it. Plus, like his arms will fill it up the the sleeves much better than mine. I was like, there's ton of room in the sleeves here for
0: his for his guns. I think you uh, are referring to me as a 2019 version of myself because I've I'm getting doughy. Like I I'm not the the young man I used to be. As soon as my body knew it was hitting 40, it just started to melt like candle wax. Mm.
1: Well, I'm in a I'm in a similar position, and that's why like, I was like trying to judge, you know? Because I was like, I know that you're a medium. I've bought you a medium thing before, and I discussed with you how I like to buy a mediums and let it shrink a little bit, shrink into my size, because I'm kind of used to being in between a small and a medium. Now I'm firmly a medium. And I was like, where's David at? And then Brittany and I were talking, and it was like, he likes, he usually he'll like a little Tighter of a fit you know, and I'm sure I've I no doubt that you're feeling a little a little less uh, confident with that tight fit right now as as most of us are.
0: No, the, the jersey's not that tight. No it's, it's, it's just when I'm wearing a dress shirt now and I sit down and the buttons are hanging on for their goddamn life while I'm sitting on the couch, and it's just feel tight and mm-hmm. mad, just mm-hmm. like this this fit me not. Not but a year ago, this shirt was one of my go-to's, and now it's just a dish rag I can use to wash the floor or something.
1: How many? How 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 long of working out your biceps and shoulders would it take for you to get to Robbie Ray tightness in the sleeves of that medium? And I'm guessing he's he's probably a large, right? He probably fills a large sleeve.
0: Do you think he's wearing talk- a medium tight? Well, I mean, to get the same, like I could get close to what Robbie Ray looks like now if I just brought an extra small. Right. If I mashed an extra small onto my body, sucked in my stomach for as long as it was on me to the point of like, you know, it being able to be fastened shut, just let the arms pound through those extra small sleeves. (sighs) I mean, I think we could get that done tonight.
1: hmm But I'm talking about like what you need to do to fill out that jersey. I'm just trying to imagine like, like his actual jersey? He's like what, six two? I ain't six, filling out his jersey. Six one point six. <laughs>
0: six one and a half.
1: Six point one six seven nine seven nine feet. So he's seven feet tall? No, he's six point one. <laughs>
0: 6.16 yeah, I couldn't Six. fill out his jersey. he's wearing a large at least he's probably wearing a large because he's definitely wearing the the step below what he should be wearing mm. should's the wrong word he's, he's wearing the a step below what is more likely a player would wear at his size
1: right and two sizes probably in the pants yeah they i think they get custom they can customize their jersey though like he's probably like, I want a oh, they- large uh, body and throw on the medium sleeves for for me. I
0: like it tight. Oh, for for sure, it's customized. It's not a mistake. It's not like every time he goes out there to pitch, he's like, God damn it, I'm going to humiliate myself again. <laughs> I shrunk my uniform again. God damn it.
1: I know that Tatis had his jerseys like the sleeves are much shorter. You look at other players, his like goes like just below the shoulder muscle. And, like, other players, they have to, like, slide it up or something or they like it longer, you know. I don't know. I, I put on one this... of those on and it goes, like, to my
0: elbow. Yeah. Yeah, no, this, is, this isn't to my elbow, but it's close. Uh, since we're on this topic, I wasn't going to bring this up, but this is something I just read before we came on here. I saw a graphic of the Blue Jays All-Star jersey, and it has an American flag on it, no Canadian flag. What? Yeah. No Cana- I mean there's the maple leaf on the actual Blue Jay <laughs> itself, but the the sleeve has an American flag patch on it. And no no Canadian flag. I was just reading an article about it.
1: Oh yeah, Daily Hive. New Blade Jays All-Star uniform features American flag and ignores Canada. Narcity, classic narcity thing here. What uh, where did uh, 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 the blue jay jersey has the American flag on it and Canadians are like WTF.
0: I went down, I read the comments, which was really bad thing to do. And it was just a bunch of D-bags being like, Canada's a fucked country. Canada sucks anyway. I guess that's what happens when you play your games in Buffalo losers. <laughs> <laughs> uh all
1: right. Well that's t- too bad, I guess, for uber patriotic canadians i don't know if i care too much about it they put they 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 uh,
0: i mean so what i actually really like the jersey i'm thinking about trading my vladdy jersey for one of those <laughs> okay we
1: i mean maybe we can get you a vladdy all-star jersey it's kind of interesting it looks almost like a uh it reminds me of like a, a soccer like a, a european f- yeah, a football bit. kind of kit does it have buttons on it it's got two buttons at the top but it doesn't have buttons yeah. all the way down so i like that pullover yeah. nike swoosh dark blue like a have never it's not a normal blue jays that's a navy it's like a blue. navy blue
0: yeah navy blue Yeah. and
1: then big t-o-r uh letters underneath the the patch that's that's kind of cool yeah a little bit like uh soccer or like rugby even
0: I would take that jersey over the Highlighter Blues.
1: Yeah. Same. Um, well, I wasn't going to start here, but since we are talking the All-Star jersey, why don't we touch on uh, the Blue Jays All-Stars? Um, I, I'll, I'll run into it a little bit. We are on a a five-game win streak here. The boys look like... I mean, the bats are, are, are coming alive. Last night, we won... Nine nothing against the Baltimore Orioles. Vladdy hit a twenty fourth or his twenty fifth home run. Twenty fourth. Twenty fourth home run. Uh, Lurtis Guriel Jr. smashed a grand salami in the first inning. Uh, shutout. Uh, Anthony K went five innings, shutout. Gave up a couple hits, had a couple walks, but uh, he was, you know, he was dusting it up, ninety seven miles an hour you know confusing as ever like what is this guy is he gonna be good is he i don't know but uh he got the job done against uh, a brutal team but they've got some guys that they can hit and they've got some guys that have lit us up uh, this season despite us playing pretty well against them
0: that but, Kramer guy that was pitching for the Orioles too that was the second time that the Jays had seen him in like a week so
1: yeah he, he for him he was going back to back starts against the Jays yeah. that's that's rough that's yeah rough. that's real rough not going to be feeling good after two starts against the Blue Jays
0: usually um do you feel the same way when they beat Baltimore or Miami, or I guess really just Baltimore. It, because Miami is different. But when they beat Baltimore, it, it's it's sort of like a lose-lose situation. If you were to lose to Baltimore, you'd feel horrible. But when they beat Baltimore, it still feels like cheap or something.
1: I don't feel that way at all, particularly this season where like it hasn't been sprinkled in throughout the way and we just haven't had any Baltimore up to this point. It's like, we deserve this. We've been grinding it out against the the best teams here basically are the hardest schedule. And now, now we're getting our dues and you know, with Miami, we had to grind out those wins,
0: low scoring Miami's games, a different team. I don't even know why Miami's viewed as this kind of bad team. Their pitching's amazing, yeah, and their offense isn't good, but it's not like it's, it's just a no hitter every night against them. They still have some guys that are capable and sure. they're, they're just like, they're like two bats away from being a, like a really good team. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know a
1: lot about their bullpen, but I'm assuming it's probably pretty decent too. But like their big, their big thing is their starting pitching, and they don't even like Sixto Sanchez has been out. I think they're they're missing some guys. So yeah, they're not a it's not a team to beat up on, and but it's a team that you got to feel pretty good about taking even even a two game sweep on them when when we're yeah. when we're facing their two best pitchers and and I'll. Contra and uh, ooh,
0: Taylor Rogers. Taylor Rogers. Trevor Rogers, Taylor Rogers. Who cares? Ooh. Yeah. 4 uh, 0 <laughs> against the Marlins this year. And they're not facing them again, but swept the Marlins, swept the Braves. They got to make some hay here. They're five and a half games back from both the wild card, and the top of the division, which isn't horrible. It was looking worse than that you know, a week ago. It was looking like eight games out, and it was like, uh uh-oh, this could be the landslide. But they're within striking distance for sure as we head into the all-star break trade deadline.
1: Absolutely. I mean, it it seemed – there was a couple of days where I was like, I think we're not going to make the playoffs, like Mm -hmm. maybe by a wide margin. But – you know, even just, I feel like this week could change everything. Or this this upcoming week, finishing off with Baltimore here, going into uh, or br- uh, bringing in Seattle. Seattle. Uh, and then... And it's Tampa Bay. But it's only Tampa for t- three. Okay, so it's Tampa for That's- three and then Orioles again. Yeah, I know. But you're coming into, you're, you're, you got Tampa after you're riding a potential like hot, hot streak your bats are feeling better than ever springers had like two weeks to kind of get acclimated his spring training is almost done
0: yeah that feels like a ticking time bomb i mean he he's i don't even think he's gotten a hit since he's been back in the two games that he played or whatever but it just feels like at any minute the thing could start to solidify and he could start to become you know something close to what he is and then I don't know how you pitch that team. You don't. Yeah. I mean, you
1: lose. And you probably lose a lot of games. There's just you, there's no room to make
0: errors. It, it just seems like the bullpen for the Jays will just be like, they'll be excited. They'll be like, oh, my God, we have so many runs. Like, it'll be so exciting to see how we blow this game. Oh, my God. There's like, I can't believe we just blew an eight-run lead. They're like high-fiving each other in the bullpen. Like, we've never done that. That's the most lead we've ever blown. Mm-hmm. The other thing,
1: too, is that you start seeing, even last night, and the patience that this lineup starts to have once they know, again, how deep—we talked about this a bit at the beginning of the season, but, like, when you know that your lineup is six or seven deep, you don't feel like you have to do everything, and suddenly, way more walks are going to be happening, you know, Bo Bichette's walking— Simeon can walk like it's just like we we just wait for wait for good pitches to do damage on and otherwise i got my boy vladdy i got we've got all-stars all over the place this is what what we're coming what i'm bringing it back around to we got vlad all-star no doubt he's gonna he's gonna go in as the top vote getter in the major leagues a team on canadian soil not actually right now, but a Canadian, <laughs> a Canadian team is going to have the biggest star in baseball this season. So how about that? We can, we can shove that down your American throats. Uh, we love you still in America, listeners. Uh, but, you know, we got to think about that, that. that.
0: Another thing, too, about that that I don't consider all that often is because, you know, Vladdy's Dominican. But Vladdy was born in Montreal. Mm-hmm. He, he's Canadian. Yeah, but I don't think about that. I just think about him playing for a Canadian team, and he's our guy. But he is actually Canadian, born on Canadian soil. That's right.
1: That's right. Uh, Marcus Simeon, all star. He's going to start at second base, unless something catastrophic happens in the next month here. But it's looking it's looking pretty locked down that he's going to start at second base. Things start getting more interesting. Got Beau Bichette second in vote getting for American League shortstops uh, Xander Bogarts rightfully so is gonna start not that Bo's really like all that far behind I mean that you got Correa in there as well I don't know their all of their peripherals and stats off the top of my head but I could easily I see Bo making the team as the as the reserve shortstop
0: I think he'd have to go on a like a, he'd have to be quite hot from here until the, you know, the votes are cast. Because I also... I, I don't have the numbers in front of me either, but I'm going to take a guess and say that Bo has a reasonable amount of errors over those guys.
1: Mm. Oh. And that should
0: count for something.
1: Yeah. I mean, Korea's having a great season too. He's hitting 305. he He's got 14 bombs. He's got yeah. four war he he wow. he he should be he should be in there for sure um so yeah, i mean maybe Bo's not going to be an all- star, but like in a different season, uh you know you could
0: you could see him he's 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 in the he's in the conversation, right like i said, if he goes off in these next two weeks it it makes it interesting. he's like also he got can... 14
1: home runs he's got the same amount of home runs he's got almost he's got more than one win less and more. So that probably the defense and everything coming into play a little bit there, mm-hmm. um, but he's he's in the he's in the conversation. Uh, got some pitchers maybe in the conversation. Robbie Ray, you think he could be an all star? I think Jordan Romano very well <laughs> might be an all star.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's an interesting thing to to think about. The the Robbie Ray one is 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 really hard to to know he lets up a lot of home runs but he doesn't let up a lot of base runners so most of his home runs are these these solo shots but you know his ERA is good it's like what 330 yeah 335 I think five and I think he's think he's 5 and 3 uh-huh. um I don't have the greatest idea of like who he's up against kind of neck and neck I would imagine just based on 5 and 3 and a 335 ERA and I'm sure his whip is low um that There's some competition there. Like those aren't mind blowing pitching stats for sure.
1: It's like round. He's like a number five starter in the All Star, yeah. Thing, but maybe. I mean, I don't know. Like we're talking about like a team that doesn't have uh, a bona fide ace that he's going up against. You know, like obviously Garrett Cole is going to be an All Star. Uh,
0: I also think that we view Robbie Ray differently because of like we. We who have this feeling that we've he's like our reclamation project that we we took him from the depths of hell and turned him into this really good, legit starter. And we only pay eight million bucks for him. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, Mm -hmm. there's all these other factors to the way that we view Robbie Ray. I'm not saying I'm not taking away anything from him. He's I love watching him pitch. He's done a hell of a job, but I think that we also view him in different light than maybe the rest of the league does.
1: That's probably true. That's that's very true. Uh obviously we don't have a third baseman, so we don't have any anyone possibly there. Uh catching no. Uh you know, Tay Oscar if I bet you if if uh Tay Oscar didn't miss those those weeks with as Buck likes to say, the COVID, uh he literally said it again last night on the broadcast. <laughs> Teoscar, after missing two weeks with the COVID, uh, <laughs> if if he wasn't missing those two weeks with the COVID, uh, I feel like Teoscar Hernandez could be an all-star. Grischik maybe, you know, sniffing around in there.
0: uh, Grishik, uh not to rag on rag, uh, Randall Alexander Grishik, R.A.G., but uh, you know he's he's really taken a, a little a little slump. He's looking more like old, old Randall. His numbers have dropped significantly. Strikeouts are up. And you don't even know the thing about this offense. You don't even notice that. You don't even notice that Simeon's slumping. You don't notice that Grishik's slumping. You sort of notice that Gurriel's not really having any kind of power in his year. Other than he does have eight home runs, but his OPS is super low. um, Because they have so many weapons. And the fact that Hernandez is hitting over 300 and is like at an eight forty OPS and we're just sort of <laughs> hinting and humming around him being an all-star I mean, obviously you're up against the elite bats in the league when you when you're an outfielder, but yeah, who would have thought?
1: Yeah. He yeah, Tasker's approaching your eight fifty mark, he's eight thirty nine in OPS right now.
0: Yeah, I know but Bows dropped down from yes. that possibility. Randall's not even hinting around that. Well, we anymore, don't even have so to I'll... we don't have to include Randall anymore with Springer back. No, but there was a chance there at one point. He was like around 840 or 830 there for like a couple games and I was like, "Ooh, this could all work out. Baby, this could all like be exactly what I asked for." But now Springer's going to have to go off. Bo's going to have to go off. <laughs> Hernandez is going to have to have a hot week. Mm -hmm. I got time, though. I got time. I got, like, 90 games. Yeah,
1: it ain't happening, but uh,
0: (laughs) it was a a wonderful thought. You can't... 90 games. And we're going to... We got Baltimore for three games in a row right now. We're going to come to... We're going to go to Seattle. Who do they have? Nobody. And then we're going to go back to... Well, we're going to face Tampa Bay, and that's going to be tough. But then we're going back to Baltimore. Mm -hmm. Uh, Come on. There's a chance. There is a chance.
1: It's possible, but springer has to do a lot of work well he
0: doesn't have enough at bats where he has to do a ton of work if he had like a crazy three games he'd be up over 850 for sure
1: that's true and i guess his ops is actually higher because he has those bombs in already that despite having a lower batting average he probably has good slugging still
0: yeah his i don't i don't see it here but he, his OPS was like 850, I think, when he first went when the second time he went to the IL. But it's only 650 right now. But like I said, 22 at bats. If he had like another two homer game, he'd probably be flirting with 850. Yeah, two
1: homer game, couple walks in there, no problem. Yeah. Um, Springer is not going to be an all star, I'm sure. During his tenure as a Blue Jay, he will be an all star. I'll put I, I'd put money on that. Um, but. That's a that's pretty good. I mean, we we, we said we had an over under of whether we had one or more than one All-Star and uh I'm assuming that we both did we take the overs? I don't remember, but uh we'll we'll find out on that.
0: Yeah, I don't remember that either, but ju- even just having the right side of the infield be blue jay blue, well, navy blue would be awesome.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's super cool um let's see where do we want to go from here uh i'd like to talk a little bit about alec manoa and uh his he's he's pitching tonight despite the fact that he was not supposed to he's appealing a suspension a five-game suspension for uh drilling michael franco uh a week back or so uh they they're calling it intentional they're they're saying you know he dropped the glove headed towards franco there's uh what 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 do you make of how do you feel about manoa and uh, uh, about everything that happened um, a lot of there's a lot of opinions about it and the majority of what i can tell is you know Uh, it's it's all good you want to stay being you but you gotta act a bit more professional
0: perhaps sometimes sometimes i think it's like the chicken and the egg because a player like him comes up and everybody buck dan pat joe siddle jamie campbell ben wagner you know everybody on the fan you 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 hear about a guy before you meet a guy. So you're like, he's a gamer, he's a competitor, he's a big dude, and he stares guys down. And he, he won't back down from anybody. He's a tough kid from Miami, and this is his story. And And so you start to be like, okay, well, what's that look like? What, what's he going to be like? And then he's aware of that narrative too. And so there's a there's a chance that part of what he's doing is like a character that he he might be stuck in playing to some degree and now he's trying to make a name for himself in the big leagues it's the biggest moment of his life all the cameras are on him people are talking about him and he's doing his hand rubbing the ball staring at batters thing and and you know obviously it rubs hitters the wrong way and then he he hits a guy and I mean, it looked intentional to me. Who who knows? I mean, it, it he just let up two home runs, and then he drills a guy in the top of the shoulder, and the guy looks out at him. And what what's Manoa supposed to do when it, when he's this guy? He's the tough guy. He's the six six kid from Miami. And it, what are, what is he going to do? So he walks towards him with his arms out, being like, "What, buddy? What what what?" Like, I don't know. Like, it all happens in a flash. So is that who Manoa is? Is he going to be a problem for the rest of his career in that regard? I really don't think it's that big of a deal if he, if he is, as long as he pitches better. But mm-hmm. I don't care if he rubs the Orioles the wrong way. I don't care if he rubs other teams the wrong way. I just want him to be good and not an asshole who's shitty. I'd yes. rather him be awesome and be whatever kind of asshole he wants to be.
1: Yeah. It might not surprise you, my <laughs> thinking on this, but I loved all of it. I want more of it. Anyone who says that, uh, you know, all of these takes of, you know, he's going to have a target on his back, the umpires, or they see him as a problem, and he's going to be, you know, on thin ice all over the place, I don't give a fuck. Personally, I don't think that he hit him on purpose, It it, only because it just doesn't make sense to me, given, I, I don't know, in my mind, maybe it's different when you're a pitcher, but... I don't see like, look, I, I've played a lot of MLB The Show and I throw at people all the time, but rarely is it because people went back to back on me. I got beat. When I throw at dudes is when the game like functions in a way where like the runners can advance and like stupid things happen because of the game mechanics and you get a run in a cheap way and then i'm like fuck you buddy i'm putting you on <laughs> and i'm i might put a couple of you on back to back and then try and get out of it because that's fun for me but rarely i'm like i i just don't see like i get beat so like my way to get back at you for me not performing is to hit you i i to me i'm like he's and what he's saying when you watch when you watch the the breakdown of it too is that he he gave up two runs he can't like throw it over the plate he needs to throw a ball he needs to get them off the plate a little bit so he's trying to throw up and in to to back him up again and it and he fucking hit him
0: and so yeah, i mean what what's what's he gonna say like what 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 would he say if he if he was hitting him on purpose yeah i fucking hit him i fucking hit him on purpose i don't know I he, it. he might um I also think there's a big element of baseball that the fans have no awareness of. I think there's so much bullpen or a dugout chatter the whole game, uh-huh. especially with a guy like Manoa. If he's going to stare you down, I-, I guarantee you once an inning, there's somebody yelling shit to him from the from the dugout. And that all plays into it too. Now, yes. you know, so maybe he has a moment of just like, you know, anger because it's it. it when you're going to be that guy, when you're going to be the stare down guy, when you're going to be the 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 big kid coming up to the Blue Jays trying to make a name for yourself, trying to make a mark, it's embarrassing to to get shelled by the Orioles. Mm-hmm. And so, especially if they got these guys chirping them during the inning, and you know you you make a bad decision I, I, from my perspective of where you hit him on purpose. Now, if he didn't hit him on purpose, you know whatever, it doesn't matter.
1: Don't you think he'd feel better, like, striking him out and staring him down after that
0: way? Like, I don't. Yeah, but he probably had that moment already. Like, he probably had that moment three batters earlier or one inning earlier. Like, at that point, it was just like, you know, when your anger meets your embarrassment at the right apex and you just sort of, like, make a decision. Yeah. I don't know.
1: In any case, though, he's not getting, he didn't get thrown out of the game because he hit him. He got thrown out of the game because Franco jawed at him. He dropped his glove and walked towards him. And the, mm-hmm. the reason for the suspension is the reason that I like him, that I like the whole situation the most. And, and that I'm so stoked that we have, that, he, that we know who that guy is on our team. You know, we've talked about this before. Would, would Vladdy, like, 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 rush a, a pitcher? Like, who, who would be the guy that would start a, 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 a benches clearing on the
0: team? fucking manoa i was well one thing i was really surprised by in that whole scrum because the bench is cleared in this situation uh freddie galvis at one point was sort of with vladdy and he made this like sprint towards the pile like galvis was triggered by something vladdy picked him up off the ground yes he picked galvis up and walked him away like he was (laughs) like he was his child yeah, you know, I mean, and they 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 were teammates in 2019, I guess, and I so I don't know, I I don't think anybody hates Vladdy, so I would imagine there was some respect there, but I was very surprised by that. I didn't see Vladdy in a way where he would interact like that, but he just really um, took that situation under his control and mm-hmm. just picked him up. Yeah, like, looked like a bouncer. <laughs> yeah totally exactly
1: <laughs> the other thing too you see the scrum charlie montoya trying to get after uh the manager of the Orioles. what's his name i don't know uh, Hyde. Uh, yeah yeah brandon brandon Hyde, D- going around getting at him saying shit charlie's look charlie's looking uh more a little more aggro these days maybe it's just because the mask's off and like i feel like he's like looks like a li- mo- little more haggard than ever like worn down like this shit's uh the shit's worn him down. And, uh, you know, he he he
0: recently, he had that F-bomb on, on TV and radio. Uh, I'm all for seeing a little bit more of his anger because when, I think when you see his anger, you see more of his truth because these press conferences where they're on these big time losing streaks and losing in similar ways where the bullpen's choking these games. And then he comes on the press conference and says, oh, we're all having a good time. It's a good, we're all really happy. We come to, it's come on, man, mm-hmm. fuck off. Yeah. Like, don't feed us that shit because you know, we're not that stupid. And so you're just doing something to try to keep your job or to try to honor some position that you told the front office that you'd take or some quality of yourself that they like about you that you present to the media. But it's like, we're past that, buddy. Like you're losing some shitty games. Let's see some, uh, it's not that I need you to throw things or get angry, but I need you to be real about what's happening. Yeah. And so when, when he swore like that, I was like, all right, all right, man, like drop the act.
1: Mm -hmm. and it's interesting too like that came from like frustration with the reporters but it's all it's all fed from what's happening in the clubhouse right like he's like when are you gonna stop asking me the same fucking question i know the bullpen's bad you know it's bad i can't do anything about it until
0: we get some new guys in here so fuck off i think it's that but i think it's also the frustration of knowing that he could very easily explain his side if he was allowed to just say anything, but he Mm. can't say the the real reasons behind some of these decisions. And so keeping that to himself while he is the face of this thing where people keep asking him these questions over and over, it, it's probably maddening. Oh, totally. Because he probably just like to be like, look, I had this fucking conversation with Atkins early in the fucking day, <laughs> and he's not letting me do this and this and this. And then I got Chatwood coming into my fucking office trying to tell me that he needs to pitch in certain situation so everyone can go fuck themselves. You know what I mean? But he has to just be like, I believe in my guys, <laughs> and I try to put them in. So it got to be just awful. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not an easy job.
1: It's not an easy job at all, and I do feel like 60% of, maybe even more, 60% of fans, even to this day in Toronto and probably across Major League Baseball, don't understand what, what managing is now and how little Charlie's decisions are all his own. You know what I mean? That, 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 and we all want that scapegoat, but they've taken it away from us. You know, we can't, we, and, and it works against them, too. Like, they can't get mad and just fire him. I mean, they probably yeah. can and still will. You'll still always pull that out. But we know that it's, mm-hmm. it's just as much like their fucking computers and their data and all the decisions that, like, 20 people in the front office and the analytics department make together that decides what's happening.
0: But that's probably where the fallouts happen because it all starts in that relationship of like, we're going to work together. We're going to use these analytics and like we're going to help you make the lineups and all the roster decisions and the bullpen decisions and everything. And that's all well and good. And then when things start going bad, that manager is starting to take the shit and then you feel like it's your name that's being tarnished. And so then you fight back against the organization and then the organization is like, oh shit, uh the thing we're trying to do is going to be sullied now because this guy is fighting against us and mm-hmm. so that's probably when they kick him out. Yeah. But
1: I I don't see that happening. I feel like I still I still believe in Montoya. I think they still believe in Montoya and I think it's easier to feel that way like it's not like think guys are just underperforming. There's a lot of things happening in the big leagues right now. Uh especially with pitching we can, we'll can we touch on the sticky stuff in a second here. But the injuries that this bullpen has had, this, this, from the get-go, like losing your closer before you break camp, like there's just so much. And there's still like, at that point, we went below 500. Um, but we're above 500 again. Like the team, to do what they've done, and I feel like they have a pretty good mind about it. Obviously, it stings. After a, a a loss and after another blown save and after another dole walk off. But, uh, you know, they know the situation and they know that things are going to get better.
0: Yeah, and it's not like the front office didn't try and make the bullpen good. The, the the injuries are incredible. Like no Baraki, no Phelps, no Kirby Yates, no Julian Merriweather. Malone. Can you imagine having those guys. Malone.
1: <laughs> imagine if we had Malone. <laughs> dude.
0: What's his name? Tommy. Tommy Malone. Tom, Tommy Malone. He's yeah. the
1: Scarface-looking dude, right? Like the guy that looked like he'd be in a gangster
0: movie in the seventies yeah. or something. Yeah. But just imagine having those guys. <clears throat> Would we be first in the AL East? Mm,
1: maybe. Yeah.
0: I mean, we, how many, I don't
1: know how many, it'd be interesting to know how many games we've lost due due to a blown save. It's got to be at least five.
0: I know it was a couple of days ago. I saw the stat that the Blue Jays run differential, I think is plus 30. It's a huge, it's a huge run differential at this point in the season. And, you know, which suggests that they lose a ton of close games. And when they win, they win by a good margin. Mm Mm-hmm. Like i.e. the nine nothing win last night.
1: Yep. Top four oh. lineup top four in the lineup thus far has the best OPS in baseball.
0: Yeah, with no Springer.
1: With no Springer. That's pretty cool. They had that stat on the on the broadcast last night. That was that's pretty cool. Um yeah. let's talk a little bit about sticky the sticky situation here. Uh, we, you know, we talked about it last game, but since then, things were enforced. We got to see night one of the enforcement of the inspections. It's a couple, a couple of pitchers a little annoyed with it. So a couple of, you know, we got to see Stripling on the mound have a little... Uh, it looked like he had a pleasant interaction with the umpires, a little, you know, like he's doing his podcast. Like, uh, what an interesting situation we find ourselves in here. Would you like to inspect <laughs> my glove? Yes, I, I am not using anything tonight, but as you know, I used to use some stuff. But Stripling's uh, spin rate actually went up that night. So he, uh, obviously, he. I mean, Stripling's looked amazing in the past. Uh, ever since he changed his mechanics, he's
0: he's been uh, incredible. He's no longer the Sunday stripper anymore. He's, he's, like a, he's like a Friday night stripper. Oh, man. Primo. Premium yeah. stripper.
1: you got to pay him extra. He's, he's, he, he, you're getting slapped in the face if you throw him a toonie. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what I was really surprised about by this rule was that you can do it mid-inning. Yes, And I don't know like, what the conversation with the umpire, you must have to have some reason for it. You can't just be like, check him, check him. I don't like it. But you must have to be like, hey, he's doing such and such a thing. Like with the Phillies Nationals game, uh, Girardi asks mid-inning to check Max Scherzer because he says that Max Scherzer is going to his hair more than normal. Mm-hmm. And so he checks a mid-inning and I'm just like, that is the easiest way to get in a guy's head in the middle of a big moment. Yep. Like, like, think of how fucking enraging that would be if you're in the middle of trying to get out in a sticky situation against a division rival, and then the manager comes out, check him, and totally fucks your rhythm, totally just enrages you. Yes. And
1: it was clear, like, you know, everyone who saw the videos, like, there was videos of Scherzer being checked just for his reaction in the first inning just like his initial inspection from it was already entertaining because he's completely over it he thinks it's the dumbest shit that's happening he's he's got his glove he's he's like yeah okay looking at, he's already walking away turning got his hat okay grab that i'm i'm trying to i'm i'm fucking mad max i'm in the zone like how often have you heard throughout your life about pitchers like what kind of zone they get into how they don't even want to talk to their teammates let alone now you have to like turn open your belt to a dude and be like oh what's going on in here let me touch your it's, hat and let me look inside your glove like fuck like they don't want that and scherzer don't definitely don't want that so when he get when he gets fucking for the third time and then mid-inning in like the fifth inning he's he's crushing he's cruising through striking out Fucking Phillies left and right, and Joe Girardi has the gall, the fucking <laughs> gall, to ask for an inspection mid-inning. I-, I loved his reaction. I think it was the one oh. of the most entertaining. Like this whole, this whole sticky situation, the Spider Wax, Spider Tech, Spider Wax situation has been one of the most entertaining storylines thus far. And <laughs> as a as a where I'm at, and as doing a podcast, and like the way that I enjoy baseball. I don't want it to stop. I don't want it to. This, oh, yeah. Don't fucking wait till the end of the season. Do it season. I'm here for the drama,
0: man. This is awesome. I, I I agree with some of the most entertaining video clips I've seen in baseball in a long time. And it, they're very subtle gestures to show someone your hat, your hands that, the belt thing is the real, is the real key to it all. It's a very almost like infantilizing thing to have to undo your belt at someone's request. Cause like you say, like, I'm Mad Max, baby. I'm gonna start the All-Star game. I'm starting game one of the World Series. I got two different colored eyes, and I'm gonna <laughs> mow you down with my 97 slider curve change up. Boom, boom, boom. Excuse me, take your pants off. Ah really? Fuck. And so then you have to like undo your belt. And obviously it opens up the door for any player to be like, I'm not going to just undo my belt. I'm going to take my whole fucking pants down. As you saw Sergio Romo for the A's do in between innings when he got checked, it just opens the door because you're, you're think about the maddest you've ever been or in the most intense situation that you've ever been in. Try to take yourself there in your mind And then try to add into it, now someone's forcing you to take your pants off. Yes. (laughs) It's just such a funny thing to have to do in the middle of a heightened moment. Also, imagine having
1: thinning hair... To the That's point exactly of where Max Scherzer say. is at with the bald spot, <laughs> with the with the hair loss that he's experiencing in his life now, to have fucking a dude run his fingers <laughs> through your fucking hair, <laughs> touching your bald spot in the middle of an inning. You can't see what you look like. There's no mirror around. You've had to take off your hat. Who knows what's going on, what it looks like. You know that it's on national TV. You know that it's going to be a cross highlight things that people are going to be talking about that that would that I would be losing my shit.
0: Yeah, I know it. It's humiliating. It's absolutely because yes. like with his hat on, he looks like a killer. As soon as you take his hat off, you're like, oh, there's my my dad. <laughs> there's my my dad who drives me to school and makes me tuna fish sandwiches. And I was gonna bring that up about <laughs> the balding, but I was like, ah, let's not talk about balding today. We talk about it. It's there though. It's there,
1: yeah, and maybe it's Mad there. Max doesn't think about balding, but I—I I mean, everyone does. Anyone who who experiences hair loss, they think about it, and I—I uh, I wouldn't put it past the situation that it that it played into his anger a little bit during that situation. But I—I I think you could have thick, thick, thick ass hair like uh, uh like anyone thicker thick thick hair as anyone <laughs> and having an umpire ask to touch your hair to see if there's some so like what you're gonna that's crazy to me i guess it makes sense yeah. you know like i'm gonna put it's it's just <laughs> hair gel and like oh no that's that's
0: spider wax in your hair but yeah who the fuck is gonna put spider wax in their hair spider wax is like a gorilla glue. you ever put gorilla glue <laughs> on your fingers? If you, I put gorilla glue on my fingers one time, and I had to like shave the skin off my finger. I couldn't get it off. So if you're gonna put that shit in your hair, no no, 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 no. He just wants the sweat. You want to mix the sweat with the rosin. That's what he said pre post game. He was like, I'm not allowed to put any shit on my fingers anymore. So I was trying to find sweat. It's not a hot night. So I didn't have much sweat. The only thing that was sweating was my hair. So when Girardi says he doesn't normally see me go to my hair. Well, he's right because that was the only place I could find sweat to mix with the rosin because he said the pitch before he almost took a guy's head off because he couldn't get control of the ball. Yeah
1: and we saw I'm sure most lots of people saw too like Trevor Bauer does a does a reenactment a kind of a science little science video of of what kind of stick you can get with just sweat and rosin now we don't see the process of how much sweat how much rosin or how many like mixings he's doing to get it but he gets the ball where it can stick to his hand with it wide open on the palm upside down so with the right amount of sweat and uh, you can get a pretty good uh, tackiness i think but you know there's going to be guys going to their hair to look for the sweat trying to trying to find a place that they can rub off that that is inconspicuous too cuz i was i saw chatwood he was doing the same thing it wasn't it was uh, against the marlins he came in he's looking great by the way he's been pretty much lights out the looking exactly the way he looked before and uh, he was taking his hat off and put his hand through his hair And then went and touched the rosin bag. I was like, oh, it's so interesting now being so aware of this, watching what they're doing. And it made me just wonder if like all of this shit started happening. Chat was like, fuck, I can't use, maybe I'm using spider tech, maybe I'm using whatever. Uh, But then he went to nothing or like just went rosin and was like just dusty, didn't have the moisture now he's like, yeah. he watched the fucking Trevor Power videos like, oh, I just mix it with some sweat. And then I can, now he's fucking lights out again.
0: <laughs> yeah. I don't know. You just, remi- you just reminded me of something. You were, you drank on um, my birthday, you drank to the point. Now this is a new level of drunk for anybody out there who, uh, who, who takes track of these types of things. You got so drunk, you told me that Tyler Chatwood is electric.
1: Uh,
0: I, I did say that. That's a, new, that's, that's a that. new stage. That's a new... That's like the step right before blackout. Like That's like the phrase you say right before you sort of hit a new dimension.
1: <laughs> yeah. I wasn't actually hungover yesterday. It was just like what shame does to your body after <laughs> saying a statement like that. Dude, he's dotting inside and outside all Not of his pictures on the
0: black, like... But you can't put like, he, what deserves electric is uh, the occasional Robbie Ray, Jacob deGrom, uh, Julian Merriweather has been electric. Jordan Romano can be electric to some degree. Tyler Chatwood can be very good.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He can be great. Electric's a whole new thing. And you need to know that. And you need to feel that. Yeah, he's probably going to get rocked tonight
1: just because of all of this. You know, we say a lot of things on the show, mostly you. It usually comes back to to haunt us. And I get people texting me saying, make David stop making predictions. You get
0: your brother texting you. Nobody else texts you about that. I got a long list of them. (laughs) So, well, then you have to give me props when props are due. So the floor is yours. Uh, Go ahead. Um buh, 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 trying to remember here what George Springer hits fifth. What what uh huh? But how did it happen and who called that out last episode? Go ahead. Tell okay,
1: yeah, yeah. You said <laughs> you laid it out like
0: like like Springer held a press conference and was like no 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 i didn't say that i said he was going into the clubhouse and he was going to tell the manager to put him lower in the order and to that let all the hot bats stay there and that he'd earn his way back to the top and that's almost to the letter the story that we're hearing just missing
1: the part where he's saying i'm gonna like earn my way up and i'm gonna prove that i'm better than each one of you as i step up one that's implied he's not gonna say
0: that (laughs) he's not gonna say that he's not gonna like start this like pissing contest in the media like, but that's, that's implied in that, in that gesture. Uh-huh. And for that situation, it's
1: basically like whoever, whoever I feel like doesn't get a hit for two games straight, it's moving, right? Like it doesn't even matter what, I mean, I guess Springer has to get a couple of hits
0: go on a little. Well, I, I, a hit would be nice. Yeah. For him to move like right now, if like he plays tonight and he bats second, it would be like, Oh, I don't understand now. Cause he's, I think he's what? over eight since he's been back something like that maybe
1: yeah but what if what if we put him in the leadoff spot and he goes three for four with a double and a you know a couple of nice singles and like oh right he likes hitting in the leadoff he starts the game off and he's the best leadoff hitter in baseball and that's when he's most successful and it actually is beyond just like a number for him and like it means a lot more to him than it does for our you know podcast conversations
0: but the best leadoff hitter in baseball, at least before maybe two weeks ago, is Marcus Simeon. Yeah. So he's sort of up against the best leadoff hitter in baseball is sort of what the problem is with this. This offense is electric. You could say this offense is electric.
1: Electric! (laughs) This stadium is lit right now! (laughs) <laughs>
0: also if you're ever at a dirty pub where this uh chairs are on the sidewalk and you're hungry for anybody out there i want to save at least one person do not order the fried calamari in a non-oceanside city do not order the fried calamari you could smell it two blocks away i'll i'm gonna i'm gonna fully say it
1: don't eat at Shox's restaurant <laughs> on dundas west
0: it's not a restaurant. It's a fucking hole. It's a hole in the wall that has beer taps and they have a fryer in the back. Somebody
1: help us. We need help because I spent a, like more than a day trying to figure out where I could watch the goddamn baseball team of our city with like the one of the most excited, like. How is, how is it not more apparent to me every night somewhere that I can go and sit on a patio and watch Blue Jays baseball? Like we had to go and we had a like basically a private TV at Shock's. The setup was pretty good. The, 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 the food, the drinks, not as good, but I struggled to find a place where we could go watch baseball in the city. There were, there were four TVs out there. Only one of them had baseball on. They had, they had hockey games where no Canadian team was even featured
0: on, on, on the other TVs. It was, was mostly soccer. But also, turn the goddamn sound on. I just want to watch the game with the sound on. We're, we live in Toronto. I was just handed a fucking Vladimir Guerrero Jr. jersey. I'm 40 years old. I like the team that much. And I just want to be able, like you would think that there'd be like a bar in every neighborhood that's like Blue Jays oriented to some degree, but there's none. There's none. There's absolutely
1: none. So listeners, please send me a message. Uh, at Jacob Eamon or at Underdogs Canada on Twitter. Tell me where, like, if you know somewhere in your neighborhood in Toronto where they play the Blue Jays games every night, and we can sit and have a beer. You know, you can come sit with us. We'll we'll hang out with you. We can talk to you. We'll we'll talk. We'll talk Jays maybe. Maybe sit at a table close to us so that we can like interact when it's convenient, and then I can go back to doing my thing, and it doesn't get awkward because we were there for too long
0: together with a four hour baseball game or like the guy that was talking to us that night, made it very clear that he was not into getting a vaccine and he was very close to us with no mask and just sucking, sucking the life out of us. Don't be that guy. But also, you know, you can
1: also, I I guess we're still doing this thing. Like you can talk to us in the review section. I'm getting to the point where like, I want to see those those people who did those 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 obituaries back to some reviews because we got two two obituaries in a row in the po- in the podcast review section of apple it's like maybe a little confusing for new listeners going like what what <laughs> but uh you know keep, either give us a review right now or <laughs> or tell us where to go to watch a game or if you're like if you've got a ton of money and you're like what do i do with my life let's collaborate and let us open together we've got a bunch of restaurant experience between us uh if you've got money uh we could open up a, a blue jays focused bar in toronto because that doesn't exist it doesn't exist and it's a travesty it is a goddamn disaster That this city doesn't have a place that is like, "Ah, it just feels good. And you just know, no matter what, the Blue Jays game is always going to be on. It's going to be the priority on the TVs if it's on. The sound
0: is going to be Blue Jays. We're going to feel good. We're not not talking about like walking in and seeing a Rance Mullinix jersey on the wall or like banners and pennants all over the wall that say like, hey, we're so obviously a Blue Jays bar. Let's talk about a nice bar, a nice, cool bar that you can go to. Nice TVs, nice setup to watch them sound on, you know, when when it's playoff time, watching other key playoff games when the Blue Jays aren't playing. Just baseball fans, Blue Jays fans. And then in the offseason, we figure that we figure out what to do yeah not how to let the thing tank
1: yeah because i mean david and i we experienced this we called up the doc ellis you have a name named a bar named the doc ellis in in playoff time we wanted to watch wild card game a couple years ago yankees versus i don't know someone else they're like ah we got we got uh we got hockey on and it wasn't even the playoffs in hockey it was just a regular ass night i'm pretty sure for our Leafs game they're like we're we're playing Leafs tonight I'm like you're called the Doc Ellis how are you not playing playoff fucking baseball here let's go so I don't know there's a place called Around the Horn in Toronto do they do they play every Jays game I don't know I don't know yeah. but uh, please please contact us I'm I I need your help um let's let's rip off real quick a couple of things here before we go David uh Nate Pearson had a setback. His groin's fucked up again. I guess it's the third time. Uh, Is he
0: chalked? Are we done? Are we we drawing a circle around him? I'm done with him for now. I I don't think about him. He doesn't... uh, Like, I'm just sick. Sick of him. Sick of his lack of progress and his regression and his shitty, shitty groin that... uh, Either they're not allowing him to heal quickly enough, or he's pretending it's healed quicker than it is, or he's doing something weird with his delivery that's yanking on his groin, mm-hmm. and now he's just gonna be forever a tragedy in our minds.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh f- I mean, I guess like they're saying that the best case scenario is him coming back to the bullpen later this season. Because he's not gonna have time hey. to get run up. But I'll ch- take a playoff Nate in the bullpen. Yeah. That's that's true. He could he could really make a difference that way for us this season. Um, bah bah bah. Steven Matz apparently has cleared COVID protocols. He's no longer testing positive for COVID 19. Uh, I just wanted to publicly shame him again for getting it. Um, that's that's my opinion on that. I don't understand how he got it. it I can understand if he was vaccinated, you know. Fully vaccinated, and he, he managed to contract it again. But
0: uh, you would think... Just like everybody out there to know, that 180 million people in the world have gotten it. 180 million. But I'm here to shame him for getting
1: it. This specific person. No one else on the team got it. He... Uh, I, I would think... Tay hey Oscar got it. I mean, at the same time as him, when he got it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, you would think they would they would announce it. They would want people to know if he was fully vaccinated and still contracted it because that's generally what happens in, in the sport. They're like, uh, it doesn't make sense. He was he was vaccinated, but he still got it. And we heard about that with a Yankees club man. I don't know what. You,
0: you can't just give people's personal health information out just willy-nilly just to create some more positive narrative around somebody. You can't just be like... David's on finasteride. (laughs) You can't can't tell people that.
1: If you can announce that he's got COVID, you can say that he was vaccinated to make people feel better.
0: I believe that Matts has to give the okay to say that you can tell people he got COVID. So it would also be up to him, I believe, to let people know if he's been vaccinated.
1: I don't think he was.
0: Well, maybe he wasn't.
1: And... They had access to vaccines way before us, right? Yes. Okay, so I'll leave that there. Uh, Gabriel Moreno, Moreno, Moreno. I don't know if there's a little squiggly thing over the end. Some people say Reno, some people say Reno. Uh, he's a prospect. He's a catching prospect Lighting up double a right now. He played third base. Is he coming
0: to the team this season? What do we do with him? He's probably not coming to the team this season, but do I want him to? Of course I do. I love things that are fun and things that are exciting and things that may be pushing the boundaries of something. When I get money, I like to spend it. I don't save it. Mm-hmm. I'm not good at that sort of thing. So why would I save a person I've never met? I want to see him in the big leagues tonight. Playing third base after he'd only played it once. I want to see what he can do. <laughs> Personally, I'd rather
1: him just catch. I'd rather just see him catch. We're like, Whoa, well, you can't have a 21-year-old catching Robbie Ray or something. That, that would be crazy. That's not true.
0: You would be way more glued to the TV if he played third base. It would be way more exciting because he he would it would be so scary for him. I want dudes who play third
1: base to play third base. Why can't we have third basemen on this team? Why does everyone have to play something else and then go and play third base?
0: Yeah, exactly. Tonight, live on Sportsnet, Gabriel Mourinho, third base, batting first.
1: I had, I had, this is the last thing. I had, I had this random thought. I saw like someone posting the trade deadline special, like guys who could get traded. Someone mentioned Josh Donaldson. It's like, whoa, imagine if we brought back JD, Josh Donaldson into this team, play third base for us.
0: That would wreck everything. You remember when he had his backup about Vladdy and he was so pissed that like they weren't offering him a long-term contract because they had this player named Vladimir Guerrero Jr. who was gonna come and take his spot for third. And he sort of was like calling it out like, you know, they believe in these prospects. These young kids never played in the big leagues or more than like a veteran who's been in the league long enough. He would come into the Blue Jays locker room and just poison it. Just (laughs) spray poison all over that locker room.
1: Yeah, you can. You can bet that he's definitely not going to be traded for that he that the front office probably doesn't want to bring him back into this environment. But you know he still plays above average third base apparently, and uh, we don't have a third baseman. He doesn't hit above average third base, at least not this year. Well, he still hit he still hit some bombs. You know, Uh, you know you have Josh Donaldson hitting eighth in this lineup. I, I don't know. Kevin Biggio's playing a little less, and we got Josh Donaldson again. I might, I might, I might be okay with that.
0: I loved, I loved what Josh Donaldson did as a Blue Jay. He was a good, strong member of our team. Those were different days. I don't want to see him in a Jay's jersey. I don't either. I'll I'll be
1: honest with you. I I, I don't either. But he, I mean, he's got 10 home runs,
0: uh, hitting 245. 10 home runs. We shit 10 home runs out a night. We don't need someone coming in here with 10 home runs. <laughs> yeah. Fix. If you're not a part of my 850 OPS club, I don't want you. He's at 796. You're gone. 796. That's, that's still pretty
1: pretty good. I wouldn't mind it. I wouldn't mind it. Uh, we'll see. I I doubt we're going to get a big position player you know will we get a third baseman will we get a dh i don't know at the deadline i feel like everyone really wants more relievers and that makes sense but uh i don't know i just had that thought and obviously it doesn't make sense for him to come back but uh part of me thinks it'd be kind of cool i love josh johnson i always will Uh, but that's our show as I said give us a give us a review please just just light up that review thing Um, my name is Jacob Eamon he's David Patrick Fleming Uh, it's Underdogs